dad. Sometimes I wish that I did have an opiate addiction. <laughs> because then it would be illegal to for anyone to fire me. Yeah, like I have an addiction. And that's why they they it's like you can catch him red handed. Like while management was there, he stopped during the sale and went to his car and took a bong rip. <laughs> <laughs> like while like a former police manager is there, they don't fire him for that. Well, I mean, like marijuana is not really. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't claim that you have an addiction to marijuana, though, right? Oh, you can. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> I mean, you can claim anything. Yeah. I guess. <sighs> I've worked at jobs where you can be the best employee just by doing like the bare minimum. Yeah. Where some you, a lot of people don't realize that it's, it's like the bar for being a good employee is a, so unbelievable. Not low. just not just being a good employee, but like <laughs> if you don't live paycheck to paycheck, you are the top eighty percent of Americans, <laughs> top twenty percent of Americans, other way around. Which is, it's so ridiculous. Like how many people are living paycheck to paycheck? It's like how are you doing this? I, I I finance people that live less than paycheck to paycheck. When I, I lived explain in this to them. when I lived, it's like you shouldn't be buying a mattress. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I had this local cup, couple today, and they were gonna <laughs> finance like their six, their son was in sixth grade, and they were gonna do this financing where you have a year to pay it off, but you pay double what it is, minimum double. And the the beds, well, they're like, oh, the beds. That's like Rena Center off. people. Rena Center exists. Yeah, could you so imagine? predatory, dude? It's so terrible. It's <laughs> Maybe poor people <laughs> should just get couches for free from the government. Ray, Rena Center is the is the payday loan it equivalent of couches. They're like, you have ninety <laughs> days to pay same as cash, except it's a hundred dollar fee. It's so who? But no it's one so pays, ridiculous. No one pays it in ninety days. They take a year. So wait, you've been renting this TV for five years. Yeah. You've paid like ten thousand dollars for this TV. For this TV, what are you doing? <laughs> Renting TVs, bro. <laughs> oh man, everybody's. Have so you dumb. had a job for more than six weeks? Yes. Okay, you're almost all the way okay. qualified. Okay, you can get this million dollar house. <laughs> And then when you inevitably are unable to pay your rent in six months from now, we take all the money that you already paid us and, and then, the house yeah. and you get nothing. Yep. And you live on the street. When I lived living when I, on the street. <laughs> living on the street. We should just have a Billy Billy in the street, but he's homeless. <laughs> 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 He's, instead of asking people questions about pop culture, he's, he's like just asking change. people <laughs> <laughs> for money. <laughs> Quick question, do you have any money? <laughs> Billy on the streets. Billy on the street. <laughs> when I lived in Philly, I worked with this guy who, he used to live in a trailer park, but then for a while he was living in this like Mobile seedy home. motel <laughs> off oh! of like the highway, off of Ooh, 95. Okay. And um, yeah, it was like if he didn't make enough money at work that night, he was paying nightly. Like not like you pay like a week ahead of time or for like the month. It was like it was like a hotel that people went to have sex with hookers at. So it was like they had an hourly rate. What the hookers should do is just like have a little camaraderie with the people and like they only use it a couple hours a day. They should let your friend sleep in it the rest of the day. You know what? If they were forethinking enough to come up with something like that, they probably wouldn't be prostitutes. We'd call it camaraderie. Oh, man. 
All right. All right, baby. You I forgot my noisemaker at home, and I'm angry. Well, you got I I brought the Oh, you the did. You, you got the hey, Bob. On that note, you want to start the show? Bob, hey, yeah, dog. All right, here we go. Let's. We should mention. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a cobra. I'm gonna like stand up. Cobra. <laughs> 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 I just can't believe that I scared one of your neighbors off. Like I have to drive my wife's truck more I don't often. I think that was a neighbor. I think that was like a, a predatory sex offender. Uh, that makes sense. He was crouching, but he's there's, not a hidden there's, tiger. There's a lot of people that like drive really slow down this street, mm. and then when they see the kids at play sign, and they're then, like, "We've struck gold." They're like, "This is where the band Kid and Play lives." It's like, no, that's not what. <laughs> that's not what that sign means. <laughs> <laughs> They're like taking pictures like Japanese tourists. Kid and pray. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, oh, there's the, the, every day when I come home, there's somebody like skulking past our house. They skulk. Sl- they do. They're skulking. And then I come home and they drive away. I'm like, what were you doing? What were you? You're just like, ooh, gotta go. I think it's just tourists driving Toro cars. And uh, they're lost. Okay. Yeah, and they're like, they're like, what's, what are looking the on local their... Vincent Fody neighborhoods up to? <laughs> Your neighbor Dan is always in front of the house every time, <laughs> all, all the time, literally. He's like a time. German Shepherd. Like he's... he just he hangs out outside at all times, and he's adorable. And and like <laughs> and when cars drive by, he just like runs up to them, like, "What are you doing here?" Pretty much, yeah. But I mean, I like your neighbor Dan, but he, <laughs> well, that's because he does he's bought seventeen mattresses <laughs> off does. of you, <laughs> dude. I keep telling him right, not can to we, buy. Can we start the show? I thought we did. All right, biscuits and gravy. Hello, boys. What does LP stand for? Lizard people, Nazi whale margarine pirates. So far, I've had seven McRibs. Bullabuck! Pol Pot Pie. I'm the prognosticator of prognosticators. <laughs> the slaughterhouse sangria. Yeah. They get to yeah. me every time. <laughs> now, at what point are we aiding and abetting Trump? <laughs> I don't think satirizing my, is aiding nor abetting. My, what if we go to uh, at like a Vegas with him? Would be abetting with him? You know what I mean? My wife is so out of the mm, loop. That's going to be a, uh, uh, a damp bed. <laughs> <laughs> My wife is so out of the loop with everything that she just asks me. She's like, what did he get arrested for? And I'm like, the fuck? Are you not? <laughs> Dude, what? It's like, well, to be I'm sorry, to be but fair. you're like the woman Republicans want. You have no idea what anything is, lady. How do you not know? Your wife, Christy, is a low-information voter. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, I don't get the big deal. I don't want to pay taxes either. And I'm, I'm like, surprised baby, what the I'm fuck? I'm surprised she's not a Republican. I she's, don't know. She's very I mean, low she is Asian, and she is kind of Low information. <laughs> Right, low information voter. God, there's so many conspiracies this week. So for you guys just tuning in, we are the Biscuits and Gravy Show, the Biscuits and Gravy Show on KAKU 88.5, the voice of Gravy. We're not and on 88.5. Well, we're this gonna make a... Tony play this episode, Vincent Fody. No, because yeah, we are. you've already said the F word one time. <laughs> You're just gonna edit it <laughs> out, not, baby. I'm not editing it through the magic of, of science. I'm gonna have to bleep it. 
you know, or don't edit it and watch. We should hit. We should put it in camera and watch him <laughs> freak out on these episodes. No, you know how many times we've cursed on the show on live TV slash radio. <laughs> Why do and, they put our show on TV? And there's literally we are been on TV. Zero consequences. That's life, baby. So, in case you haven't figured it out yet, this is a drunker in the bunker episode. <laughs> Baby, drunker in the bunker. Chuck and I are one and a half Manhattan Ooh, deep already. So anyway, I had to explain to somebody how blacksmithing worked this week. <laughs> you know that we're all re- that we have. Um, They're like, there's no way the fire. And I'm like, hold on, what? <laughs> well, I mean, that's why you watched all those seasons of Forged in Fire. <laughs> I do like watching Forged in Fire. Like you, you know? that's what you've been preparing for all that's this time. That's the running joke, of course, is that there's Forged in Fire, right? And like, why don't they have more accidents on that show? I want to see a crossover Forged in Fire of smoking with, weed. With <laughs> it would Forged be. It would be Chino would be on. It would be Chino the Forged bro. in Fire. <laughs> It's just Chino smoking weed and playing with swords. That would be I would watch that. There's a glass making show called Best in Blow. Okay. What? All right. Best guy, stop what you're doing, okay? Pack up the babies and grab the old ladies and Google this. Best in Blow. It's a glass making show. Okay. It's called Best in Blow, baby. How right. do you have that as a show? It's filmed in Canada. Their accents are weird. What's up with Canada, Vincent Cody? <laughs> They're all on blow. Oh, my God. I, want, I haven't done cocaine It's in the ages. land of snow. It is the land of snow. All right. T- today's show is brought to us by Venture Physical Therapy, <laughs> I guess. Is it? Should no. we still be? I don't, I don't think you get money for this <laughs> I don't think Ted approves of what we're doing right now. Where was our other sponsors? The dealerships? So we had a sponsorship from, like, Jim Falk Automotive. <laughs> And I had a spite recorded the commercial with the wrong <laughs> wrong car company. And they ran it for three years, Vincent Foley. <laughs> they kept paying us even though... And I was deliberately saying the wrong car company <laughs> on the commercial. And it wasn't until COVID happened that they realized that they were still paying us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. It was like in office space when they're like, oh, no, we just fixed the error. Yeah, they're like, like because of an error, you were still getting paid. Today's show is brought to us by Taylor Swift's Overnight Alteration. Sometimes you need a tailor, and sometimes you need a Taylor Swift. Today's show is brought to us in part by Channing Tatum's Tater Tots. Mmm! Tatum's. Put a little magic in your mouth. I've been listening to a lot of Dan Carlin. Oh, yeah! Which you can't really listen to a little bit of Dan Carlin because, like, his shortest episode is, like, three hours long. Seven hours long. So I'm listening to... I listened to one... Episode that was you're talking like about six hard hardcore history with Dan Carlin hardcore history with Dan Carlin yeah and I I'm starting to fall into his cadence because <laughs> I can, I've been listening to so much Dan, Dan Carlin. Carlin yeah uh, not so Ben Harmon I, Dan <laughs> Carlin Dan Carlin if you're not aware he has a podcast it's almost as good as the biscuits and gravy called show. hardcore history and he does extremely well researched long-form history podcasts. And they're really great, and they're... <laughs> if you have a transatlantic flight. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I listened to one that was called a Blitz episode. It was, like, a short episode, and it was, like, six hours long. Uh, right now I'm listening to Supernova in the East, which is... Oh, you're talking about the build-up to World War Two? 
it's like a thousand year history of Japan and then the history of Japan entering World War Two and the aftermath. Yo, did you know Japan bred mosquitoes to have malaria and dropped them in rural China? Fleas. They gave they gave a bunch of fleas like plague and then <laughs> the they plague. dropped them in China. <laughs> They, yeah. dro- they put them in ceramic bombs and dropped them. Yeah, dog. <laughs> and the Chinese people were getting bit by fleas and getting the plague. Great job, Japan. Yeah, dog, Japan, man. So good. Well, China got us back eventually <laughs> when it comes to the <laughs> when it comes to the plague. So I'm yeah, I'm listening to one called Supernova in the East. It's like six parts and I think it's about twenty five hours. <sighs> I'm about halfway through it. And so I've been falling into <laughs> I'm just walking around the house talking like Dan Carlin. <laughs> Today's show is brought to us by Little John's Maid Service. They'll clean everything from the windows to the walls. Dan Carlin. It's pretty good stuff, though. If you've ever listened to Dan Carlin, that's actually really funny. James Franco's hot dogs. His Franks are frankly the best. (laughs) (laughs) That's, like, funny to two people. I like the King of Kings episodes of uh, Dan Carlin. It's Jesus and leading everything leading up. (laughs) It's like like six hours about Nebuchadnezzar. (laughs) It's not enough, actually, about Nebuchadnezzar, to be honest with you. I'm like, I need more content on nebuchadnezzar and then he's like he'll tell you something for 10 minutes and he's like but another story and actually says this yeah, and you're he, like what he goes what on do a I lot learn? Of tangents and rabbit holes mm-hmm. and he's like the babylonians a lot of tangents but none of them are obtuse They're we're gonna put everybody stuff. on spikes yeah well I, it was actually all the the mongol and uh all that was really beautiful okay <laughs> you know what dan carlin is like the ken burns of podcasts it's, it's, slow, it's, it's a slow Ken Burns. It's a slow. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like long form, but it's uh it's engrossing. Yes, but it's long. Sure. You have to dev- devote a lot of time. I'm unemployed right now. Oh yeah, that's right. So it, thanks, Jason Momoa. Thanks, Jason Momoa. <laughs> so it's actually. By the way, he's asked really to be on me. our show, and we're still poo pooing it. Yeah. Because of what he did to Maui's economy, how dare but it, you? It's great. So, like, I am the targeted You've been demographic. To way too much for, Japanese <laughs> for Dan Carlin right now because, like, I have nothing but time. <laughs> like recently, and I'm, I'm a nerd. Retired. You should like have a wood shop or something. <laughs> I wish I could retire. Make your own canoe. I. Uh, you know what? It's not fair that I wish everybody. My life is so amazing right now. Like I wish I everyone could retire forty to fifty and then go back to work for a little I wish bit. I lived in France. Dude, France is so cool. They got everything right. I wish I could the take best a strawberry I've ever had in my entire life want, was in France. Monsanto tried to win to like, France you, and they like pitchforked them out of there. They're like, Oh, you have to retire at forty seven instead of forty five. They're and like, Burn it down, like, we're, baby. We're burning it down. Break out the guillotines. By the way, today's show is brought to us by Leonardo DiCaprio's guillotine. <laughs> I'm gonna straight get decapitated you. with DiCaprio. No one knows who this guy is. And like, George Carlin? Who the who the who? Mean George Carlin? His name's George Carlin. No, Dan Carlin. <sighs> I mean, Dan Carlin's been doing podcasts since like 2005. Yeah, like he's like the Mark Maron of <laughs> history. Podcasts. Yeah, Mark Maron is. So, what's up with Mark Maron and Jerry Seinfeld? They don't like each other. Mmm. Mmm. So what happened is Jerry Seinfeld didn't like Bobcat Gold. What's Goldthwait. Gold, yeah. Because, and he 
Jerry Seinfeld says he doesn't like him because if your comedy is good, you don't have to do an annoying high-pitched voice. Now, first of all, yes, Jerry Seinfeld is probably a better comedian. What's than, the deal? But Jerry Seinfeld, doing... you do an annoying high-pitched voice. <laughs> I don't think he's doing that on purpose. I think he's just Jewish. He just is annoying and high-pitched. So Bobcat in the early 90s was not shy that Jerry Seinfeld was dating a high school girl. Well, Jerry Seinfeld was 30 Six or thirty-seven. Yeah, and he was dating a girl he in high school. Dated a seventeen-year. They were just friends. Oh, she was just seventeen. If you know what I mean, which is we, ironic we, because he, he has, has a, a bit about, about that. that. We do know what you mean, George Harrison, and we think it's offensive. We have some questions. And there are some for people you. that would like to talk to you about that. Today's show is brought to us by Topher Grace's etiquette. <laughs> Topher Grace should probably teach the friends some <laughs> etiquette. You know what I mean, guys? Don't listen to this podcast. Let's go listen to Dan Carlin. He does what we do way better. <laughs> do you want to have a three-hour podcast he talks about, about how the Germany in World War One well, wouldn't is... beat the Germany in World War Two? <laughs> Nebuchadnezzar. Dude, the way, also, he but he ruined the way in my mind I would have pronounced 3,000-year-old names. <laughs> ruined it. Today's seven-hour podcast episode about Shut Nebuchadnezzar was brought to us by Topher up, Grace's Etiquette School. When you go for Grace, call Topher Grace. <laughs> All right, thanks That's for listening to the gravy show. Would <laughs> be great? We just ended the show. See you later. <laughs> I I gotta say, if you Chuck, have ninety hours of, of free time. My my life is so great right now, and I just I wish that everybody could experience. I wish I could go on unemployment every year. Well, we talk about for, this all the time. How well you were just talking about how like if you stay with your company for a couple more years, you get three yeah, months of like paid abs- absurd. The they just don't need to work anymore. I think everybody should get that. Yeah, dude. Like if you can stick Ever- with a company for a couple years, because people don't believe that. And you know, I am a famous comedian. A I lot am of a places, podcaster. a lot of places don't. We have do this that radio anymore. show. I have to have some supplemental income. Or else I can only go to one other country a year and only five states a year and only Vegas three times. I know, and we have to go to we have to go to Vegas a couple times a year. <sighs> Dude. And multiple countries. Multiple. You got it, baby. No kids, baby. Double income, no kids. Or double dinks. Ooh, baby. Dink no stink, baby. I'm plowing through these Manhattans. Dude. It's a good Manhattan. <laughs> it's oh man. Uh, but it's it's just a shame. Like I wish that every I wish that everybody had UBI. Everybody should have universal. Basic I have a UTI. Income. Everybody should <laughs> drink some cranberry juice. You know what's funny? Never mind. I ate a lot of asparagus today. Ah, you then gross, disgusting I went, person. What? No, asparagus is good. No, but vegetables I, but are bad. I went for you. to the bathroom, and then you used the bathroom after me, and you're like, "Did you eat asparagus today?" It was quite prominent. <laughs> That's a true story. I can't get the smell out of my nostrils. I just, I like other countries get to experience what it's like to have like if you go if you live in Italy the the country of Italy will give you money not only do you get paid time off but they'll they'll give you like expenditure money to go on vacation they're like go as take, you should go take a vacation and also here's here's your your regular salary and also here's a couple grand to go spend well, when, right. you're, when you're on vacation have a good time have you ever seen like especially old james bond movies remember like, and what? here in america they're like Whoosh, get back to work how dare you all right old james bond movies right remember the villains always had cool layouts cool layers layers they were, like they're like doing stuff with their money rich people in america are so lame it's like with the, their money. It's like the Mormons. The Mormons are worth like a, a hundred billion dollars. With a B, but baby. But all they do is just like 
buy a bunch of real estate and not use it. The same thing with Scientology. You know how many empty Scientology churches there are across the across the country? Because you don't if you're they have they these don't have to pay giant taxes on property, so they acquire yeah. property, and then yeah, that's a whole big land. Well, it's also as a religion, you're not allowed to stock, but because they don't pay taxes, you don't. You're not you allowed to stock. stockpile money. Yeah, but you are allowed to own real estate. So they just and have gold. these. They just have these empty churches that nobody uses. Do you know who owns Saks Fifth Avenue? I don't know. The, the Catholic Mormons. Church. Yeah. So the Catholic Church owns 90% of the property yeah, on Fifth Avenue. They're going to rename it to Little Boy Saks Fifth Avenue. Shut <laughs> up. But what we're saying is, like, why don't we just pay, like, these CEOs are lame sauce with their money. You know. gave a couple people extra bucks. They're so cool. It, instead of letting giant corporations that have that are multinational, billion-dollar corporations do tax evasion and not pay any taxes, why don't you just make them pay taxes and then you can give that to poor people and then they can have universal basic income. And yeah, then, and then not be, it's expensive being poor too. Like we were talking at the beginning of the show, how like how does Rent-A-Center exist? <laughs> like, <laughs> it is expensive being poor. Do you need couches and, and then Fox News is like, are you aware that 75% of poor people own microwaves it's like yeah a microwave is like twenty dollars what are you talking yeah, about also like what the, how, how about the Matt mike pence this week trying to jerk off a dude what's up with that <laughs> have you seen that little thing this week i don't know what you're talking about but i 100 percent believe it okay so <laughs> mike pence is no, that like don't don't describe okay, it Okay, all right don't tell me the story I know. I know. It's everything. on the Instahams. It's on the everywheres. I like, wanted. I wanted to play a game this week called Marjorie. I can't believe it's not Marjorie or something like that. Like Marjorie <laughs> Taylor. Like, Marjorie did, Taylor Green. Or did like Mr. Burns? Where I was gonna be like, is this a conspiracy theory that Marjorie Green has supported, or is it a different conspiracy theory? But then it turns out she just believes every single conspiracy theory. <laughs> it was impossible. Universal believer. It was impossible. To play the game. I love a good conspiracy theory, but usually conspiracy theories are just there to overlap like real facts and real stuff. Remember during the Reagan administration that Boo! When, they, when they had <laughs> Boo! When, How dare you say when Reagan he was, in my company? When he was mad at the like the welfare queen and they're like, she makes a, a two hundred thousand dollars a month on these welfare scams. And then they prosecuted her and it turns out that they got her on fraud of like stealing like six hundred dollars. Yeah, like no. and it was like completely over exaggerated. So I mean, there's there like there is people that scam the system out there. I, I feel like when I'm on unemployment, I feel like I'm getting away with something. No, you're not. This is what you pay into. But then it's like and what you're being taxed on the whole time. Yeah, I've been working since I was like fifteen. And like, your I employers have paid you less to... because of it. Yeah, like, come on, man. Yeah, exactly. But I mean. It's rich people hate it when other when poor people also cheat. Like rich people cheat all the time. They cheat the system. They scam the system. They cheat on taxes. All right, they it's cheat like, on taxes. There's a game going around and the internet right now. When other people cheat, when other rich people cheat, they love it because they're like, oh, well, that's what I also do. But well, when it's poor people cheat, to do for poor people, but okay for rich people. Okay, day drinking. And not pay taxes. <laughs> I'm business drunk. More business juice, please. Can I get some business juice? Oh, that's a good man. I need a new Manhattan. Let's let's get a Manhattan for me. Mm. Today's show is underwritten in part by Gary Coleman's Coal Burning Furnaces. What you talking about, Furnace? 
Today's show is brought to us by Beethoven's Apartments, now available for release. Oh, actually, that's pretty good delivery on that bad boy right there. <laughs> Today's show is brought to us by Brad Pitt's Peaches. There's a little pit inside every peach. Dan <laughs> Carlin's hardcore history. Jude Law's colostomy bags. The law is on your side. <laughs> There's one person out there that's going to listen to this and be like, that's really funny. No one's listening. Can we talk no, about Mark? No one listens to Biscuits and Gravy I mean, and in, Hardcore History. I mean, tons of people listen to Biscuits Can and we Gravy. Ta- all right, you're going to Oregon next week. Snoregon. And this is the reason for the season that we're recording a Drunker in the Bunker episode is because you're going you're going to Oregon. <laughs> yeah, dude. So how, are you flying direct to I, Oregon? Yeah, or direct you, to Portland. A, Got to rent a car Direct in Portland for a day and a half. That sounds fun. And then I'm driving out to Bend, Oregon, and I'm going to do some canoeing, some kayaking, some river tubing. How far is of a drive is Bend from Usually Portland? Usually only three and a half hours, but we're going to stop at an Indian casino to only gamble. Only three and a half hours? Only three and a half hours. That's Oregon's huge, Three dude. and a half hours is a lot of driving time. I live in Hawaii. You can't drive anywhere. Yeah, it is actually nice to kind of like go on road trips. Mm-hmm. I love my wife too. Every time we go on a road trip on the I drove the mainland to Florida here, one time. We we just got like a six pack and cruise. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not encouraging drinking and driving, but getting a drink or two or three while driving is so much fun, guys. I don't encourage drinking and driving, but when you are drinking and driving, what's on your what's your soundtrack? What do you listen to? I listen to. <laughs> I listen to the local country. No matter where I am, I listen to the local country station. The local country station? Yep, no you matter crank what, it? I crank it, dude. My favorite is uh, 107.5, The Moose. <laughs> Where's that at? It's out Canada? of Anchorage. No, it's Anchorage. out of Anchorage, Alaska. <laughs> and uh, it's The Moose. The Moose. Playing the best of 60s, 70s, 70s 80s, 80s, 90s, 90s and, and today. today. <laughs> dude, I love it. It's so funny. <laughs> In Jersey, they have one called The Shark. The Shark. <laughs> Playing the best of the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and today. And today. It's like today. you you skip 20 years. And that's today. <laughs> you skipped two decades. Yeah. You skipped all of Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, respectively so. Yeah. Um, uh, for me, it's Taking Back Sunday. Taking Back Sunday is my drunk driving music, and it's also my <laughs> bad breakup music. Oh, totally. Yeah. She said don't. <laughs> the, uh, the Counting Crows are, are playing while I'm in Bend, Oregon. <laughs> and lawn seats are $15. You could flash fry a buffalo in 40 seconds. 40 seconds? But I wanted no. So the last time I, I had to fly somewhere, I was flying out of Seattle. And when I was in Seattle, I was standing in line <laughs> and like a, this like Vietnamese airport restaurant, right? So Vietnamese <laughs> in Seattle? I'm trying to get a bond me. I'm in this restaurant and a guy taps me on the shoulder. He's like, excuse me, are you are you a Premier Pass member? And I turned around and I looked up at him. He's a lot taller than me. I was like, I have my headphones in. <laughs> Why do everyone, and shouldn't talk to anyone public anyway. If you had headphones on, you don't want to be talked don't to. Don't ever talk to anybody that has headphones in. That's I'm telling what, you not to talk to me. When I lived in Philadelphia, I used to ride the bus, and I would put on headphones and not plug them in. And yeah, just to put anything. it in your pocket, baby. Just had them in my pocket just because I didn't want to talk to anybody. Uh, 
And then if somebody asks you a question, you just point to the headphones. Oh, I can't hear you. So I'm like, I'd say to this guy, I'm like, no. And he goes, oh, okay, because I get like a per diem so I, and I can't use it all. So whatever you want to get, I'll just pay for it. And I was like, oh, my what? God, you just judged the book by the cover, I'm baby. Like, oh, my God. I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. I'm like, that's amazing. Oh, sweet. Then this, this, this totally rando guy standing behind me. He was like, I can't use it all, so just get, well. whatever you want, and I'll pay company. for it. Yeah. I, I was like, that's amazing. Thank you, you Seattle. You know what would be more amazing? Thank you, pr- g- tall Premier Pass guy from if Seattle. His company just helped out other poor people all the time. Yeah, that's having... Seattle for you. <laughs> yeah. You know you have a heroin problem if your most famous building is called The Needle. Am I right, everybody? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Vince, um, we have a show to do, okay? Our biscuit and gravy biscuiteers, gravy gals, and biscuit boys won't know what to do if we don't jump in to the first stop on the biscuits and gravy train today. All right. Bl- uh, blow the recorder. <laughs> Sorry. Play the recorder. <laughs> I'm just giggling because I thought of Felicio. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can I get a drink, please? Can we get a drink? No. It's a slip. It, we're not doing slippery slope Thompson tonight. We're doing <laughs> it right now. Today's show is <laughs> underwritten in part by Margaret Thatcher's roofs. I almost said Margot. Margaret Thatcher's roofs. Need a roof? Get a thatch. <laughs> Today's show is brought to us by Tom Hanks Lamb Shanks. <laughs> They're in a league of their own. <laughs> Fuck up. For, <laughs> for a limited time only, catch them if you can. They're big. Today's show is underwritten in part by Britney Spears hair cutting scissors. For the best in cheers, get Britney Spears. Today's show is brought to us by Alex Skarsgård's Anti-Scar. I'm not even trying to do the Dan Carlin now. Today's I'm show is underwritten in part by Alex Skarsgård's Anti-Scar. Guardian Scars with Skarsgård, Skarsgård. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm I, getting a drink. I don't I care. think we just jumped the shark. Ah! <laughs> All right. I didn't mix the Manhattan, but... You know, I mean, like, is Manhattan supposed to be mixed? I think so. Today's show is underwritten in part by Tara Reads Audiobooks. We needed someone to read it to you. Tara Reads. Today's show is brought to us by Megan Fox's Foxskin Gloves. Got weird toe hands? Cover them up with Megan Fox's Foxskin Gloves. Do you have everyone, like, not everyone, but a lot of people of your friends or even, like, ex-comedians, ex-co-workers, people from the mainland, still asking you if literal direct energy weapons destroyed Lahaina? (laughs) Dude, I'm, like, getting fielded with these questions all the time, man. And, like, we are a conspiracy show. We are cooking. That's because, like, you're friends with weird people's moms on Facebook. It's not even moms. It's dads. (laughs) (laughs) It's dads. It's weird people's dads. It's exes, dude, man. It's It's a month since the disaster happened. It's been tough times. Well, it's been tough times for Mauians, but also it's been tough times for Scientology. Yeah, I was just, I was so hopeful that you were going to bring this up because I know can, what a hard time. Can we talk time. about um, clams? So, Are we going to talk about clams today? So we're going to get into clams, but first I want to talk about the fact that uh, Danny Masterson, the guy who played Hyde on that 70s show. He's about to be hide and seek in his butthole. <laughs> he's going to jail for 30 years to life. Good. Fuck that dude. Because he raped people? Yeah, fuck yeah. Rapists should go to jail for 30 years to life. But Rapists should probably get 
like the chair, but slower. Apparently, like what the stuff that he did was really bad. Oh, he didn't just stick a a, a Heineken bottle up their butt while they were asleep. Whatever he did, it warranted thirty years to life. Like they gave him, back and he's like a rich person back and back. a Scientologist. Usually, yeah. they get away so, with murder. Yeah, so but imagine like what he like must. They want imagine what he must have done to to be rich and famous and a Scientologist and still get thirty years to life. So yeah, Danny Masterson, he's a Scientologist, and of course, you know who who comforted all the victims who was there. Like ringside to comfort all the victims, Leah Ramini. Oh, Jesus Christ. So it's like the guy well, from. She's seen the light, though. It's like least, the yeah. guy from that 70s show raped me, but at least you know who was there to comfort me? The wife from King of Queens. <laughs> so it kind of balances out. I, they're both like <laughs> B sitcoms, right? <laughs> exactly. So like, kinda... I remember watching the semi show growing up, and I'm like, they don't have a lot of production value. It's what I call a background show. It's the, it's one of those shows that you put on in the background. King of Queens is good because it had Patton Oswalt on it as like the goofy <laughs> best friend. Yeah, I mean, did you ever see? And there's Jerry the, Stiller. There's a, a fun fact about King of Queens. There's an episode. He stands still the whole time. Where Patton Oswalt's in this scene and he just stands still and doesn't say anything. So background story: uh, Patton Oswalt's amazing, and King of Queens is one of those like bullshit ABC soup shows, right? And so they asked less of him. They're like they wanted him to tone, even though he's already a small part of the show. <laughs> they asked less from him, and so he was like, "Okay, if no one tells me what to do, I guess I won't do anything." So and there's this just entire there. episode where he's just standing there, <laughs> staring into fucking space and not reacting to anything. It's so good. Also, David Miscavige is on the run. They've been trying to serve him with papers. <laughs> David Miscavige is on the run. He's been. He's what been, kind of car do you think he's running in? <laughs> they're trying to serve him with papers for um, human trafficking. What? Yeah, he's being sued for like human trafficking. But also, they, isn't it sad they can't find him? So when so people get sued for he's human been trafficking, on the run. it means that in civil court he's taken didn't to the sea. But so you had to go through other court to it. It's like O.J. Simpson in normal court was found innocent because he's rich and rich people can kill, but kill people. But he was still but found. But in private court, you can sue him. And then he had a book. Anyway, so David Muscavige. David Muscavige is on the run. David Muscavige he's is on, on the run. He's been on the run for David a while. David Muscavige in a theater near you. Also, where would people of, know David of Miscavige in a theater from? Near, you, near you? Where would people know David Muscavige from, Vincent Foti? He's the leader of the Church of Scientology. He took over for L. Ron Hubbard. Also, how many people also are he was missing in the Church of Scientology just to begin with, right? Isn't like a thing like no one's seen his Shelley, wife? Shelley Miscavige? No one's seen his wife in 12 years? Well, that's debatable. Uh, no, also, no one's debating it. Also, Mission Impossible only made like half as much money as Barbie or Oppenheimer in the box office. I mean, hold on, there was another Mission Impossible this Bar summer. Barbie and Oppenheimer both made like a billion dollars. With a B. And Mission Impossible only made like $500 million. How embarrassing, Tom Cruise. Did your own stunts for nothing. So last week we talked about the co the correlation between Scientology and clams. Of course. Why would our... <laughs> by the way, great <laughs> recipe for Scientologists. You get some shallots. Clams. Get some butter. Also, What's your favorite wine to cook clams in? Right now the dollop is doing an episode about 
oysters, which is really good. Oysters have so many different sexes. You know, when those those damn Republicans say there's only if two I'm doing sexes. clams, I've had raw clams, but I prefer you have it raw. You have I raw prefer clams. cooked clams. Uh, if I'm doing clams, I'm doing clam casino. I like hot sauce. Oh, 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 if you do clams, you like it with bacon. Wow. I like it with uh, breadcrumbs and, and bacon. And mother truck and bacon, bro. That's like people are like, oh, I really love escargot. Really? Because yeah. you, what you I mean is you like, like butter and garlic? Black truffle garlic. <laughs> <laughs> Fancy little heroin right. spoons. I love the okay. heroin spoons comes, they give you to this eat This comes it. from Wikipedia. In Muscavage! Hu- in L. Ron Hubbard's Scientology, A History of Man, he asserts humans follow his notion of the genetic line of the genetic entity which includes clams, as well as sloths, volcanoes, and a sense of being eaten. And certain human psychological problems descend from dis- <laughs> Actually, most most human psychological problems d- be- are because we were clams. Uh, certain human psychological problems descend from difficulties these clams experience. So I thought Boeing also, 757s they, 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 crashed you know, in the you volcano. You know how sometimes that you get a headache? Well, that's the clams. Or a toothache. The toothache is especially clams. That becomes because the human jaw evolved from a clam. (laughs) This is what Scientology teaches people, is that according to Hubbard, the hinges of the clam later, quote, later became the hinges of the human jaw, and the clam's method of spores is said to be responsible for toothache. So there I don't you go. See, I don't see L. Ron Hubbard used to refer to people as an insult. They'd be like, look at this poor clam. <laughs> the L stands for liar. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's right there in front of you. <laughs> Clamron Hubbard. Clamron. I would love that, dude. Clamron. <laughs> slaw ontologists and just like like shave. Slaw ontologists? It's just coleslaw? Yeah, I would start a coleslaw based I want to have a coleslaw based. Don't you want to have a caller join. number five? You're live. Do you want to have a coleslaw based You're not live. Religion? We're we're drunk recording this. I'm getting lit and having a coleslaw religion. At it's have you ever had coleslaw? It's a religious experience. I've made coleslaw. What? I'm like those monks. Remember oh. how like the, the Trappist monks made alcohol? The Trappist. I'm going to start a church where so the, our monks just make coleslaw. The first time I read about the Trappist monks, I, I kept thinking it was like trapeze. <laughs> Like, trap, tra- <laughs> <laughs> like, like if religion's not co- like complicated enough, What's the like they're trapeze. Chamay blue. Have you ever? Had There's that? so many monks are always making beer. It's good, cheese. dude. How about that walnut Have you cheese? Ever had we had? How about that walnut cheese we had in Europe? It was so good. Yeah, I mean, those nuns are not getting laid and making the creamiest of cheeses. That's like um, what uh, char- yellow chartreuse. Mm-hmm. Which I need to make my cocktail naked, naked and, famous. and famous, baby. Oh yeah! Takes yellow chartreuse. My mom got like the last bottle in f- in the state of Pennsylvania and sent it to mm. me. <laughs> well, guess what, Chuck? Chartreuse is made by like two monks, and apparently Ever. the word on the street is they like got into a fight, and now they now chartreuse doesn't exist anymore. That's crazy. That's what happens. Hold on, when Monk you... from the USA celebrated <laughs> TV series. <laughs> Are you talking about Tony Shalhoub? Tony Shalhoub, baby. All right. I want to see Tony Shalhoub's don't, pubes. Don't get us tar- started on Tony Shalhoub. Our pubes. one negative review is on our Tony Shalhoub episode. Like, I was expecting I this Tony episode Shalhoub. to be about Tony Not Shalhoub. Two assholes making Scientology jokes. By the way, I uh, just finished season four of Marvelous Miss Maisel. So good. 
I can't wait to watch season five, which I believe is the last season. So my two things are from clams, huh? It's because you used to be a clam, Chuck. But I thought the 747 flew in the volcano and the alien souls went into Neanderthal th- souls. All right, do you want to talk about... Oh, should we... Can we want to do, do a segment? I would love to do a segment, Vincent Foley. Okay. <laughs> are you a mind reader? Are you the prognosticator of prognosticators? Chuck, do you hear that? Yeah, I do hear it. Ladies and gentlemen, biscuitiers, gravy gals alike, do you hear the sultry sounds of Nelson Rangel permeating your earlobes? I almost got into a car accident when I heard this song. I was that, like, this is perfect. That's what I called you? That sound like, I found the perfect music for Morningwood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I also, speaking of my wife not knowing anything, I had to explain to my wife that Pam Anderson was getting laid, he steered the boat with his dick. <laughs> How do you not know that? Like, I thought that was, like, on everyone's quiz. Yeah, when we watched Pam and Tommy on Hulu. Dude, his I, dick I watched talks it, to him, bro. I watched it. So wild. And it's uh, Jason Manzukis is the voice of the dick. It's so <laughs> good. Jason Manzukis is the, the voice of the <laughs> penis. Gattaca! And then Diana was like, Oh, I wonder what the porn is. I'm like, wait, you've never seen it? She's like, you've seen it? I'm like, of course I've seen it. Everyone, it's like a night in Paris. Everyone's seen it. I've definitely seen a night in Paris. Ah. She <laughs> answers her phone in the middle of it. It's like, get Come off on! your phone. Come on. <laughs> oh, Paris Hilton. Would a lot you? of people think that she's ugly, but I thought Are she was, you kidding me? I thought she was hot back in the day. Dude, doggy style all the way, dude. I don't know. She's got like that Russian chick vibe. And oh I'm my good. lord, I just want to hold hands to her and have her ride me a little bit. You I know? I've got a big thing. Like that's the one thing that I empathize with Donald Trump on is that I'm very attracted to like your Rus- daughter, Russian girls. No, but yeah. like Donald Trump, I also want to have sex with Ivanka Trump. I mean, she's very attractive. Okay, so we have been really neglecting Morning Wood on the Biscuits and Gravy Show lately. We've not been talking enough about porn on the Biscuits and Gravy Show, and we've gotten a lot of reviews, a lot of responses, a lot of emails, a lot of regular snail mail. People are very upset with us, Vincent Fody. Snail trail mail. We have not been covering porn news enough, and we've neglected it the past couple weeks especially. All right. So we have a lot of porn news to to catch up on. Texas versus Pornhub. Recently, uh, Pornhub just won a big decision against the state of Texas. Uh, you haven't seen the video with Mike Pence trying to jerk a dude off? Texas. On a trailer? Texas wanted to enact a law that was going to... Help re- poor people? Re- remember? No, no. Give people electricity. Oh, give no. women rights. No, 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 my friend. Help people learn how to spell. So, re- you know how every couple months we have a story about a state... That's trying to make a porn age verification law. Yes, absolutely. Well, the latest God forbid, sixteen-year-old. The latest like ones were in Texas, and Texas court. You know, Texas loves their freedom, and they love looking at pornography. I mean, who doesn't? Uh, and so, a Texas court struck down porn age verification law, uh, and they claimed that it was against the First Amendment rights of so, Pornhub. Which I don't understand how it comes. Like, I don't agree with age verification stuff. What do you mean? You, you're about to watch it, and occasionally it asks you if you're 18 or above. Well, no. You have to, like, go online and register with, like, a thing, and 
you have to get like an ID and register I'm not gonna your be ID by the time that's done. Basically, you have to get a VPN. I because get that's my, all what I all get my ID out. Everybody, it's for cocaine. Every. <laughs> One, one time I was in Safeway and I pulled out my Safeway card and there was a bunch of cocaine on the bottom of it and I like licked it. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then I looked around and I realized that everybody was watching me lick my Safeway card and yeah. I was like, oops. Everybody knows. I got you beat. I left my ID in a woman's car before and my coworker gave the woman a ride home and she saw me. She didn't know she's oblivious to cocaine. So she just thinks that this woman licked my face. <laughs> and it was like, Charles, this person's really into you. And I was they like, They like licked no, your face. We're it's really like... into doing cocaine in your car, Catherine. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Catherine, by the way. I'm sorry. I, did cocaine a, I, I used to have a boss. I used to work at a place where I had to wake up very early. Boo! And so I would like get really high on the way to work. As and my boss never smoked weed before. What and a, he was, I would show up all like red eyed and stuff and slow. He's like, Wow, Vince, you're really not a morning person, are you? I'm like, Yeah, I'm not any good to anybody until I get my coffee. He's like, yeah, you really need that coffee, don't you? Like He has no idea. You're like, what are you, allergic to mangoes or something? <laughs> so hold on. Right, if so you're watching porn, you got to actually register how old you are? That sounds Under terrible. Texas law, which was set to go into effect September 1st, 2023, porn sites would have to be required to use reasonable age verification methods this is to, quote, pornography. verify an individual attempting to access the materials 18 years of age or, or older. All right, well, here's In the addition, thing. In addition, pornography sites would have to, would have been forced to display a Texas Health and Human Services warning. What? In at least 14.5, where... Hold on. Who is? That was <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Which, that's what I would have I would have made it like .01 font. One such warning was specified to read. You ready for this? No. Pornography increases demand for prostitution, child exploitation, and child pornography. Okay. First of, first of all, all, all of that's fucking things, lies. Uh, every, lies. Every single one of those statements is categorically incorrect. Along with a national toll-free number for people with mental health disorders. Texas Governor Greg Abbott signed HB 1181 into law on June 12th. First of all, Greg Abbott, you are a fucking scumbag. Everything that they said is wrong. So what's the game plan? People are like, I'm anti-porn. Also, I don't want to help children or poor people out. Vote for me. I guess, I don't know. It's they're, been scientifically they're, they're courting, proven, they're courting the that when people watch porn, and then they don't beat women anymore. It, Cops should be watching porn in their cars. We, we've talked about this on the show before about how there's it's, a connection between the availability of pornography and the decrease in, in violence against women. So if you are anti-pornography, you are pro-violence against women. Pornography addiction... Child? What the hell are they Pornography addiction about? is not recognized by any medical institution... And also, there is no correlation between watching pornography and violence against children or abducting children or child sex trafficking. There's also, what? I, no. I did a little research, Chuck. You and know who, Titties are good. <laughs> well, that too. But do you want to know what is the number one city in the country for human trafficking? Austin, Texas? Houston. Oh, all right. Houston, Texas. Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> Congratulations, Greg Abbott. You preside over the state that contains the city with the highest rate 
of human trafficking. Yeah, but that's typical so political shit, Vincent. Why Cody. don't you get your own house in order before you try to stop people from watching pornography? Also, this is nothing sweet. more than a transparent mm-hmm. attempt to try to court the evangelical vote. Debbie does Dallas, baby. A, mm. a voting block, by the way, which we know supports child abuse. Yeah, dude. Because the largest organizations in the world, like, you know how everybody's like, oh, QAnon, all the QAnon people are like, 100 million people. All the QAnon people are actually child traffickers. Do you know, you know, 100 million children disappear every day? It's like, no, No, first first of all. First of all, that's literally the dumbest number you could use. None of that ever. You incompetent None of that happens. All of those numbers are greatly exaggerated. Also, 97% of child uh, you know, like, like children abductions are people in the family. It's it's or someone directly. It's non-custodial to parents. Like yeah. like ninety nine percent of all child kidnapping. Ninety seven. Don't inflate <laughs> the numbers. It's non-custodial parents, or it's like that's it's my day to have the kid. And they're like, no, you don't have custody of of Jeremy, and we're like, no, yes, I do. And then the mom calls, and then the dad calls, and yeah, totally. Also, you know, like one of the definitions of human trafficking is like if. You don't a black person bring if, someone in <laughs> interstate or if, whatever. If you don't have a place to stay, and so like you have sex with someone, so you can sleep at their house, that's sex trafficking. What? So like you and I know people who have been quote unquote sex trafficked. Also, I stand with Ukraine, Chuck. Really? Yeah, because Ukraine is trying to decriminalize porn. That's sweet. Did you know that porn is illegal in in Ukraine? Is that why Ukrainians have the best tits? I love Ukrainian girls. I love Ukrainian girls. tits. Bro. When I was in like 11th grade, a Ukrainian girl gave me a hand job. And oh, that's going to stick with you for life. What did she smell like? In like the back of my social studies class. No way! Yeah. In what countries were you learning about? I don't know what the teacher was teaching that day, but I was learning all about Ukraine. And I've, wow. le- I've, had a, I've loved Ukrainian girls and... Uh, I got a jerk. I got jerked off by a Ukrainian since. girl once, and she actually made the crane with her hand. It was great. It was incredible. Also, and, the, I was and the letter U. All right, let's move on. We went to that restaurant, Highly Miley, that had all the cats in it. <laughs> there were oh, so many yeah! cats. What's up with that? The food was good, and there was a lot of cats. And I'm like alert. I'm not a cat guy because I'm allergic. I also hate cats in restaurants. The cats were super cute, and the cat was like coming up to me, and it was like putting its head on my the lap. The waitress apologized for the cute cat. Yeah, and it's like, we know that everybody's feeding the cat. Like, what are you, from Texas? You hate pussy? What's going on here? <laughs> also, you know what? A <laughs> couple weeks ago... I can't wait for you to edit the show for Tony. A couple weeks ago, th- this show will never air. This is only... <laughs> this is online only. <laughs> Next week, everybody on listening to KKU is going to hear a rerun of our previous episode. Did we go to a restaurant after that? I want to talk about Dos Hombres. Are you going to call... Bucolic again. <laughs> because bucolic is a great word. It's such a great word. Yeah. It doesn't mean plague. It, it doesn't which I mean. Thought it, meant. it means like forested and rural. Why are the never progressive states trying to outlaw porn? I don't understand it. All right. So. Who's getting mad at 15 year olds looking at titties and the JJs or D- D's? So let's talk about Dos Hombres. We talked about Dos Hombres on the air and we talked about how good it was. But every time we go to a restaurant, we're like, oh, it was so good. The food was so Actually, good. Actually, I thought Lima was just okay. I mean, yeah, we like, talked about how good that was. Like but Lima, Dos Hombres was, ta- like, really good, though. Like, Dos, if you haven't been to Dos Hombres yet, 
and <laughs> you live on Maui, I highly recommend. I, w- I really just want to say if that, you live like, in Maui and you want to see where FEMA is staying, go to the Four Seasons. Like eat some dos, dos hombres. Dos hombres. Not only was the food good, but we you know we say all the the food. drinks were phenomenal. The though. cocktails are really good, and some of the stuff that I had there is like some of the best iterations. That was the best elote I've thing. ever had. Like I've had. Elote that was so good that we put it on our wedding menu, like the elote frat flatbread. Yeah, from Ikolu. Like that is so good that we put it on our menu for our wedding. And this elote that we had at Dos Hombres worth getting was, divorced over. <laughs> you know why divorce is so expensive? Cause it's worth it, there. Okay. Also, the pork I, belly, the chicharron. I love just going out to eat with you possibly, and our beautiful wives. Possibly the best teacher on that I ever had. Do not eat enough food. Vincent That's Boney. one of the best things and about we being get to married. Eat all their food is that our wives don't eat all of their what food. What do they do when they're not eating enough food, Vincent I Fody? Know. I know they have room for it. They are fucking up. I think they. I eat all your wife. I eat way more of your wife's food than you eat, and it's like, okay with it. I'm not. I'm not that hungry. You have it, and, and then like they I will 100 percent eat all of food, and I don't care about the passive aggressive they, argument. We're and then get they to go to later. sleep, and they're like, "I hate you, Charles." They should hate me. Is this <laughs> coffee or booze that I'm drinking? That's my coffee. That's mm. my. So, That's friend of the show, Corky Gardner, gave me a a bag of maple bacon roasted coffee beans. Which I grind. So I recently bought a coffee grinder, and Chuck, you being the coffee aficionado that you are, how do you? What's your stance on on fresh ground coffee? Does it really make that much of a difference? One hundred percent, absolutely. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, because like oxidation, baby. Oxidation, baby. Are you saying that oxidation is real? I yes, I'm a truther, and I think oxidation is real. So if, you break. If you don't own a coffee grinder, co- fresh you, ground coffee really makes a difference. Fresh ground coffee makes a difference. You grind it up right then and there, but also with the temperature of the water, how you make it. But also, some coffees are just going to be better than other coffees. So I've had really expensive Kona coffee that was good. I've had really expensive Kona coffee that wasn't for me. I mean, we live in Hawaii, the land of coffee. But. I like Trader Joe's coffee as well. Trader Joe's coffee? Yeah, they make a Sumatra coffee. Ooh, and I grind it myself. I mean, we live in the land of coffee. Hawaii is the only U.S. state that grows coffee. Produces it on large scale. I mean, Puerto Puerto Rico makes coffee, but they're not a state. It's a tax haven for child sex traffickers. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's like we're always attacking the wrong people, and it's like that they're the ones doing it. Donald Trump threw a uh, roll of paper towels at him. What was that about? Remember Puerto Rico? Yeah, dude. When they had the hurricane and like everybody died. He's like Kobe, (laughs) (laughs) who also died. He was funny, if nothing else. Um, I had to explain to my wife how he's not a good person. She's like, what's the big deal? And I'm like, what do you mean? You you know that show, that movie, The Sound of Freedom? That made like $100 million in the box office. Oh, it was the QAnon that, like, movie. QAnon jerk-off-a-thon movie. So it was the guy who made it started making it before QAnon was even a thing. He was just a guy that was passionate about ending child sex trafficking. Also, spoiler but alert, anyone who's interested in ending child sex trafficking usually has a couple uh, skeletons in their closet. And they may also we be show you the small skeletons. <laughs> But the the guy who is the star of the movie was the guy that played Jesus. Yeah, in the in the, the Mel Gibson movie. So the movie is based on a fictionalized account of 
this like FBI agent or whatever this uh, who, who goes rogue. Yeah, it's, the story's not even a real story. It's a fictionalized account of this guy. But the guy in real life that the movie is about, he's also a QAnon guy. Same with the yeah. guy, the Jesus guy. He yeah. is a QAnon guy, and Donald Trump went to a screening of this movie. So I mean, it's basically like QAnon propaganda with like vague ties to reality. But that doesn't mean that child trafficking and it's it's, what was that it's a HBO shame because documentary, it's like we child, rule this place. Child whatever. trafficking does exist. Yeah. But then like you have like QAnon movies that over exaggerate the idea of it. No, actually ninety seven percent. That's right, brother. Thank you. <laughs> it's not ninety nine percent. No, it's not. Ninety seven percent of people who are sex trafficked or are just of kidnapped. children that are abducted are either okay. children that ran away and then came back a couple of days later or are were abducted by non-custodial parents. Yeah. It's always non-custodial parents. An uncle that's involved, you know, something sad. You're on a gravy train with biscuit wheels. Not today. No one's on a gravy train with biscuit wheels. This is like an angry episode, dude. You want to play a game, Chuck? I'd love to play a game. All right. Is it called, so, I'm going to go in the kitchen and drink more bourbon? No, we're not <laughs> playing that game. Yeah, it sounds like we're playing oh, that game. Well, hold on. I've got to go let the asparagus <laughs> loose. Oh, man. We got brass in pocket. Going to use my fingers. Going to use my, my, my. All right. You want to play a game, Chuck? I do. So this, because we couldn't play, I can't believe it's not Marjorie. <laughs> Oh Lord! <laughs> I had to come up with Ooh. another game to play. I wanted to play a game Ooh. this week. We don't oh play boy. enough. We Not don't, enough. We don't play enough games. All right. Hold Your on. Life is a game. Let me take a shot. Every time somebody says Reaganomics, take Reaganomics, a shot. baby. Reaganomics. Do you remember when Patty Hearst got abducted? Patty Hearst is the worst. <laughs> Do you remember the the story with Patty Hearst? I mean, the, like the '80s abduction. Yeah. And then they said that she had um, but it wasn't, Stockholm she syndrome end up not because she like she ended up robbing a bank with the with the people. Yeah, but then it turned out she was like sexually abused by her or whatever. I know, so sad. So the Liberation Army people that abducted her, <coughs> okay. they they as part of her ransom demand, they made the Hearst family open up like a soup kitchen to feed poor people. Right? Which is genius. Also, Hearst, like, literally... They're, like, worth billions and billions of dollars. Yeah. Right? They're, They're like, one of the richest families. And and because, like, poor people don't have anywhere to go to eat, right? So they're like, okay, so you have to open up this, like, a soup kitchen and feed poor people. What song is that in? Patty Hearst is the word. (laughs) And so do you know what what... President Ronald Reagan said, U.S. President Ronald Reagan said, once the the hearse were forced to open up a kitchen to feed poor people, Ronald Reagan said, this is a direct quote of President, U.S. President Ronald Reagan. For the people, baby. He said, of the poor people that were getting fed by these, by the rich people, I hope they all get botulism. What? (laughs) That is... And then they voted. Ronald what? Reagan said, I hope they all get botulism of the poor people that were being fed through no fault of their own. 
from the billionaire Hearst oh, family. Oh, Warren Zevon has a song about it. There we go. Warren, Sorry, uh, Warren, at court, of course it does. It's always Warren Zevon. It always comes back to Warren Zevon. Also, Reaganomics, really funny. So the idea with trickle-down economics. Or like, it's called voodoo, Reaganomics. Voodoo economics. Something D-O-O economics. Voodoo economics. <laughs> also known as supply-side economics or Reaganomics which is all about the rich people are supposed to trickle down their money to the poor people. The guy who Reaganomics is named for, Ronald Reagan, when people, when the rich people were actually forced to feed homeless people, he said of the homeless people, they should get botulism. I, well, I hope they all get botulism. Now I'm going to go Damn rape somebody in... <laughs> I'm gonna you know, pay, you rape somebody in a hotel and room. Pay for their abortion and then be anti-abortion. Today's show is brought to us by Scott Bayo's Mayo. Put Charles in charge of your lunch. We gotta get one for Tony Danza. Today's show is brought to us by Don Couch's South Maui Discount Couch House. The best discount couches in South Maui. Don't sleep on the couch. I had some momentum going. Tony Danza recorded a show where he was like an ink. He taught English class. And that show, that reality show, filmed in my alma mater, the high school no that way. I went to, Northeast High School in Philadelphia. Don't to Go Vikings. All right, let's play a game. Okay. Is the game called Do I Have Heartburn? <laughs> Answer, yes. Ding, 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 ding. This game is called, Ugh. hey, my wife Diana walking in. It's like we listen to public radio, and it's like, oh, my kids are coming home, and now Scandinavian pan flutes. All right, so you ready to play a game, Chuck? I'd love to play a game. I've been waiting for a game all day. All right. All light. Hey, Diana. I drank all your booze. I turned the oven on because I got chicken wings. <laughs> this game is called Dungeons and Drag Queens. <laughs> okay, hold on. You're going to okay. have to guess, it's is this... The name of a contestant from RuPaul's Drag Race or a character from a Dungeons and Dragons movie? I just got Manhattan in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> I did spit take. Okay. All right, Chuck, are you ready to play Dungeons and Drag Queens? <laughs> sure. Whatever. This show is a travesty. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. I'm going to read you a name. You have to tell me if it's a character from a Dungeons and Dragons movie. Don't do that Dan Carlin voice again. No one likes us. We're going to play Dungeons and Dragons. Thank you for... (laughs) Your wife gave me (laughs) literally a white towel. Or is this a contestant from RuPaul's Drag Race? First of all, I love both of them. All right, the first... Can we just play drag queens instead of Dungeons and Dragons (laughs) sometimes? I kind of want to wear a bustier. You did a comedy show where you dressed up in a dress before. I did, right? Yeah, all about it. It was it was for somehow it was for LGBTQ awareness. um, Isaiah was on that show. He actually and he had fake boobs. And his fake boobs felt really great, dude. His he looked hot, bro. Are you ready to play Dungeons and Drag Queens? Mm. You ready? (laughs) Okay. All right. First one. Holga. Holga. Dungeons and Dragons. That's correct. Yeah, dog. Empress Savina. Empress Savina. RuPaul's Drag Race. Ah, you're kidding me. I'm sorry, that was a Dungeons and Dragons character. Okay, Rose. 
Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race. Correct. How about Gottmik? Gottmik? G O T T M I K. Gottmik. RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anitra. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, that was RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, really? Peppermint. Dungeons and Dragons. No, that was RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm upset. (laughs) I'm genuinely upset right now. Denali. Dungeons and Dragons. No, that was RuPaul's Drag Race. (laughs) Come on! (laughs) All right. Marleman. Dungeons and Dragons. That is correct. That was Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Zia. Zia. Dungeons and Dragons. That is correct. Zia was a character in Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, Marina Pretensa. Marina. RuPaul's Drag Race. No, oh, that was what? it. What? I mean, your cadence is all up. That was a character from the 2000 oh. Dungeons and Dragons with Jeremy Irons. Okay. Wait, Jeremy Irons is in that movie? Yeah. Wow. It's not good. Okay, Bosco. Dungeons and Dragons. No, that was RuPaul's Drag Race. There was a drag queen named Bosco. Okay, Spice. RuPaul's Drag Race. That is correct. Simone. RuPaul's Drag Race. Correct. Bob the Drag Queen. Dungeons and RuPaul's Drag Race? There's RuPaul's Drag Race. All right. (laughs) Elf number two. (laughs) (laughs) Elf number two. I think Dungeons and Dragons. That is correct. That okay. was from Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Sophina. RuPaul's Drag Race. Vincent Fodi. Oh, I'm sorry. That was from Dungeons and Dragons. No! Uh, Blackwood. <laughs> I don't know. Blackwood. RuPaul's Drag Race. No, that was Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, what? Uh, Alaska Thunderfuck. <laughs> Isn't that a type of weed? Alaska Thunderfuck is a strain of weed. That is correct. But it's also <laughs> either the name of a drag queen or <laughs> the name of a character in a Dungeon Drag queen. Movie. That is correct. All right. <laughs> Do you remember the strain Northern Lights? Okay. Uh, Olivia Lux. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, that was RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm like ashamed right now. I watched at least four episodes of of Dungeons & Dragons. Demetria Flass. Dungeons & Dragons. Correct. About Din Caldwell. Dungeons & Dragons. Correct. Uh, Ashira. RuPaul's Drag Race. No, that was Dungeons & Dragons. You're killing me, man. Sharon Needles. <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race. Sharon Needles was on RuPaul's Drag Race. That is correct. <laughs> oh, lordy. Can we invent a way to inject marijuana? Okay, here's the last one. Okay. Ready? <laughs> Jinx Monsoon. Jinx Monsoon. Drag Race. That is correct. Very good. Did, I'm, I'm okay with Did this. he win, Diana? No. <laughs> no no one wins. She said yes. You won. Very oh, good. You won. Lord. Chuck, you won Dungeons and Drag Queens. Congratulations. Um, 
There you go. I bet you half of those are right. Also, Jeremy Irons was in the 20... T- was it 2001 version of Dungeons and Dragons? Jeremy Irons. Uh, if you like Jeremy... I'm a big fan of Jeremy Irons. So if you feel the same way that I do about Jeremy Irons, don't Google his Children. comments about Lolita and whatnot. He says some problematic I things. mean, also, he's Jeremy a, Irons, probably a product of his environment. Slightly problematic, but that doesn't change the fact that you won... <laughs> Dungeons and Drag Queens. Dungeons and Drag Queens is brought to us by Rick Astley's Rickshaw Rides. He's never going to let you down, but he will pick you up in one of his fabulous rickshaws. There's a phenomenal HBO miniseries based off of a graphic novel that had a... Uh, the Watchmen? Two, the Watchmen, yeah. Remember the miniseries? Yeah. Yeah, no. Jeremy Irons slayed it, and it was fantastic. He was really good in that. As a matter of fact, on the bookshelf behind you, you'll find the graphic novel, The Watchmen, and we also, Diana and I, watched The Watchmen on HBO. It was now, pretty good. It was only I, one season. I liked the series and the creator more than the movie, by far. The miniseries, I liked so much more than the movie. So I liked the movie because it was based on the actual graphic novel, and they stayed pretty true to it, except they didn't do the giant squid thing at the end. However, know how much you love giant squids, the miniseries was really good, and because it was on HBO, they went full frontal nudity with yeah, dog. Manhattan. You get to see some other truck and penis. Some you should always see Doctor Manhattan's penis. Naked Doctor Manhattan. That's what I call blue balls. Ooh, it is in the Today's shape show is brought of to Manhattan. Us by Maggie Gyllenhaal's bras. Don't be a saggy Gyllenhaal. That's a good tag, baby. And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's cucumbers. There's no cucumber match for a Cumberbatch. Did that show up two seasons? The Maggie Gyllenhaal prostitute porn. Joe, well, I'm ta- that entire saggy Gyllenhaal thing has to do with oh, like that was um, the it was called Vice or something. Yeah, the Vice, James Vi- Franco was yeah. in it, right? And, he and his brother, James Franco. Today's show is brought to us by James Franco's hot dogs. His Franks are, are frankly, frankly the, the best. best. Dude, I hate the way Dan Carlin pronounces Nebuchadnezzar. I hate it <laughs> so much. I hate it, Vincent Foti. Vince, can we talk about for a Nebuchadnezzar. second Nebuchadnezzar? How much? Democrats also suck. Democrats also suck. It's true. Mm-hmm. Like Joe Biden. Get out of here, Joe Biden. Like, did you know that Democratic states pay 80% more welfare if, than non Democratic states? If Joe Biden was running in like the also, 1980s, he would have been a Republican. Yeah, well, I think. Uh, if he was running in the That's 90s. That's how dated everything is, though, Vincent Foti. Why he's 80 years old? Why does and he doesn't represent <laughs> me? They all suck. I know. They all suck. So Rudy Giuliani is 98 years old, and he's terrible. He doesn't represent me. Do you think Ru- like Rudy Giuliani benefited more than almost anybody off of 9-11? So did Rudy Giuliani do 9-11? Was yes. he behind it? It's the answer. Because Cui Bono, right? Who benefits? You watch my... Rudy r- Giuliani, if it wasn't for 9-11, Rudy Giuliani would have been a footnote in history instead of a disgraced former lawyer. Disgraced former <laughs> pillow salesman magnet. Disgraced <laughs> former magnet. magnet. All right, that's funny. We got to like recap a couple things on the show. There's been more no. important stuff happening in the news now more than ever before. Are you talking okay? about the fact that our former president has been charged in multiple states with multiple crimes, and they may very well go to jail? No. 
Are you talking about the fact that Rick and Morty season seven comes out October fifteenth? Yes, I am. And I'm also, so glad that you brought it up. Ahsoka is airing on Disney Plus on Ugh, Tuesdays. If I was a woman, she'd get me Ahsoka too. I'm so glad. Ahsoka, my dick. <sighs> what we do so in the hard. shadows season five is available to stream on Hulu right now. Mm. By the way, did you see that they're raising the price of Hulu to seventeen ninety nine a month? Are you, know you kidding what? me? You know, like you're once you are out pricing what a VPN costs, you're getting into very dangerous territories. Like I, I share your Hulu account. Yes, you do. But and because, I share your HBO account. but because there's so many commercials in it. I don't even watch the stuff on Hulu. I just Wait, pirate hold on. it. You get commercials on Hulu? Yeah. I pay for the account that doesn't get Hulu commercials. Wait, really? Yeah, what are you doing? I don't know. I don't get any commercials on Hulu. Hmm. I might mess it up. I might be using an old account. Yeah, I don't get any commercials on Hulu. Am I using like one of your like old yeah. free accounts? Maybe. I don't get any commercials in Hulu at all. Okay. Well, we'll have You know to what I'm peed about is I paid for the actual premiere Paramount one. Paramount? And I still Plus? get commercials every once in a while. If I want You get like the one... Or HBO is doing that where they make you watch an ad for a subpar HBO show before you watch your above par HBO show. Well, you can skip over that though. Same thing with Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime will show you trailers for stuff, but you can skip over it. That's but what I call Hulu, trailer trash. I won't even watch Hulu because it's, you're going to make me watch a commercial for something, Hulu. Also, you know there's what? a great I can Adam download season three everything. of the great Hulu. And they're not making any more. I hate everything right now. Season, you know it's for free? Season three the of the great. Biscuits and Gravy Show. Pretty good so far. You know what? You can w- listen to all of our past episodes at BiscuitWars.com. Yeah, website. You can I totally also own. watch us live on Channel 55. Ever. This might be literally the worst episode we've ever done. No, this is the best episode. Oh, clearly, yes. I have to pee too. Dungeons and Drag Queens. All right. (laughs) All right. The dramatic spaces I took in between to answer the question. I forgot that I brought the bong over here. I didn't even take a rip of it. Uh, Winning Time, starring John C. Riley, is on HBO. Everything John C. Riley touches is gold. Our flag means death. Can I talk about John C. Riley for a second? He has this very poetic epic speech where he talks about people that are, are newcomers to the He was in a uh, movie called We Need World. to Talk About Kevin or something like that. That movie is so dark. Holy shit. Have you seen it? We Need to Talk About Kevin? And he was in Walk Hard. Walk Hard is an amazing Which movie. Is with t- Tim Meadows is probably, probably my favorite <laughs> appearance in it ever. But We Need to he Talk About his Kevin brother in half. is so <laughs> fucking dark. That movie is disturbed. It brings up a lot of questions about family morality and it's dark as motherfucking shit, dude. And the mom is a hot shortcut uh, Bixie. <laughs> you can take my children, but you leave me my monkey. Are you smoking a bong right now? All right, here. Pass the bong to me, and then we'll do Chuck's Death and Knowledge, Buffalo. John C. Riley has a great speech about how people are selling out now. The people, it's hot. I know. I'm sorry. This is the lighter that we bought in Barcelona. Barcelona. Now, when you are a newcomer or you're new to entertainment and you're new to being an actor, how people say take any job you can get, any promotion, any commercial, any Taco Bell ad, take anything you can get. And he's like, no, don't take anything you can get. 
take things that you are passionate about because if you don't care, if you don't give a hoot, if you are not passionate about your project, your I do give a your get your anything. How are the That's people watching believe. it even have a chance of caring about what you have? And that's why he does movie like Walk Hard, which is a complete satire, spoof, funny movie. But he cared about that movie, and Walk Hard is funny, dude. And he never it's paid fantastic. for fantastic. Not once. Tim Meadows' greatest performance is probably in that movie, dude. I love that movie. Tim Meadows is Part so of the funny. show. Tim Meadows. He was in the episode of The Mandalorian recently, which was super good. Tim Meadows. <clears throat> Great. He, I mean, like st- strangers with candy, SNL, <coughs> frequent commentator on the Colbert Report. Tim Meadows, he does it all. Tim Meadows, man. He's in Star Wars. <laughs> yes. Tim Meadows. He's in Star Wars. All right. And of course, he would stuff a fine ham down the back. Of he your stuffs pants. a fine ham. <sighs> You ready to play Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo? Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is presented in part by Macaulay Culkin's Caulk Guns. No one handles caulk like Macaulay Culkin. Don't remodel your home alone. Alone. Today's show is presented in part by John Hand Pork Products. If it's not ham, it's not pork. Funding for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes in part by Kim Kardashian's sunscreen. Nobody knows more about getting pounded by rays. And also, Robert Downey Jr.'s down jackets. They'll keep you warm even when the temperature is less than zero. No one knows more about down syndrome. You don't have to. No. (laughs) No. You don't have to be sure. (laughs) Never mind. You don't have to be Sherlock Holmes to figure out these are quality jackets. (laughs) Have you ever seen the Kim Kardashian sex tape with Ray J? Not a fan. Well, you don't have to be a fan to have seen it. Well, I've I seen, seen, I, I yes, I've seen it, but okay. I'm not a fan of it. All right. I'm not a fan of Ray J. I'm not a fan of Kim Kardashian. I've never seen the Rob Lowe tape, but I believe... No, no answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's enough for Pee Wee Herman to get arrested by. Also, what is like... Wait, is Kim, that true that there was like underage sex on there? Yeah, the the big thing about the Rob Lowe Am sex Am I going to get arrested for watching it? Well, the big thing about the Rob Lowe sex take is not only is it the Devil's Threesome, it's two dudes. Oh, I don't want to watch that. But it's two dudes and a 16. But one of them's Rob Lowe, too. Mm. Yeah, and then what's even worse is that he's then on a show. a sex tape. It's as low as he could go. It's He's on a show called Parks and Recreation. Yeah. Who hangs out at parks? Children. <laughs> okay. All right, you ready to play Chuck Stuff and Knowledge Buffalo? Okay. I feel like we haven't offended enough people yet today, though. Chuck Stuff and Knowledge Buffalo is when Chuck tried to prove that he's the smartest buffalo in a room. I drink. Chuck Stuff and Knowledge Buffalo is brought to us by Jeffrey Tambor's Tambourines. What's Shake things up. What's hey, now. 50 milliliters? That's what I drank bourbon. 10 cc. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to play Chuck Stuff and Knowledge Buffalo? I was ready an hour ago. You Vincent Fody son of a bitch. All right, our first question comes from <laughs> our first question comes from Todd in Cedar Point, Ohio. I bet you he's got a flag in his garage. <laughs> Todd, no. Todd sounds like he's working a lot of stuff he out. He just is a, a hardworking all-American guy. Everyone who likes from roller Ohio coasters. is fucking racist. Okay? That that may be true. Everyone knows it, but dude. they all love LeBron James. Oh, mm. 
I love I just want to say, what if LeBron was L-E and then capital B? Like it was like Le, <laughs> LeBron. It's French for the bronze. The bra- Le bra- <laughs> <laughs> There's a conspiracy theory about LeBron James. You know that, right? Uh, there's all the conspiracy. Jesus didn't die. He went to France. Everyone knows. Uh, Jesus was like in the movie The Prestige, where he. Oh, said, don't you dare bring the Prestige in here! <laughs> I love the Prestige, and don't use any allegories about that at all. So How Jesus, dare you? Shut the Nikolai fuck Tesla up. No, made don't, don't. a machine that no. duplicated people, and Jesus went into it, and then they had to crucify one of them, and then he showed back up three days later, just like in the movie. I like that your cherries don't have pits. I like the olives I give you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if if Chuck ever gives you olives in a plastic bag, they don't got, bite into they them. They pits. are not pitted. They got pits, dude. They are not pitted. Okay, so Todd in uh, racist faced Ohio. So Todd, the roller coaster fan in Cedar Point, Ohio, home oh, of the world's okay. longest wooden yeah, roller coaster. Yeah. Wooden, though. Who cares? And also, where's the Baseball Hall of Fame? Is that in Cedar Point, Ohio, too? It's all racist. That's in Ohio. So <laughs> no, baseball's not racist. Baseball's inherently racist. No, what about um Jackie, what's his name? It smells like shoes. Jackie man. Robinson. Oh. Uh, I re- see, I remembered the name. Irie. <laughs> Irie. What's, a, what's a, a Rastafarian's favorite type of water? Irie. Ionize. All right. See, I remembered the name of the guy that break the broke the baseball racial barrier. Yeah, he's a, there was, was breaking shit. Jackie, <laughs> his name was Willie Mays. Yeah, all right. Say hey, say hey, Willie Mays. Babe Ruth was ethnic. Everyone knows Who that. Who was the 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 white guy that used to slide into people without shoes? Shoeless Joe Jackson. Oh, I don't slide into your DMs. Did did, did Ohio ask a question? <sighs> this he is wants to know the worst. All right, you ready? Do you want to hear the question? I've been ready. He was around. Do you ever like clip your eight... no, your wife's finger f- toenails? It's you should do it. It's no. friendly. Ew. No, no one's saying it's you or not. You should ch- you should clip your significant other's toenails. Here's a question for you. You gotta cut it above. There's like the line, and then it gets a different color. All right. You gotta okay. cut it above the line. I don't want to talk about. Here's what I want to know. Okay. When I was when I was in. <laughs> In college, I asked this kid if I was like, "Hey, can I borrow your fingernail clipper?" Because I had like a fingernail issue, right? Yeah. And we were on like a road trip, and he was like, "You." Okay. First and of that's all, that's when I found out that like, some no, that is not you, and sharing deodorant is also not you. Now, see, I will say that sharing deodorant is you. I wouldn't use somebody else's deodorant, but I would use somebody's finger fingernail clipper. You're a psychopath, and I should be studied and probably arrested. So you are yeah, dude, a deodorant share? sharer? Dude, all right. First of all, you're sharing deodorants with somebody, right? You roll. No, I would use somebody else's fingernail clipper. To me, a fingernail clipper is not like. You put, you have, de- it's regular deodorant, right? Antiperspirant deodorant, whatever. You roll it on. You put it through your armpit. By the time you take it off, boom, it's a new layer. I don't know. Deodorant seems like more of a personal thing to me. Who the F cares? But then, I don't know, like, fingernail clippers, 
I would use somebody else's fingernail clipper. That doesn't seem... It's, it's it, the a fingernail same clipper fingernail. seems it's like a, a fingernail toy. fingernail is more intimate. A fingernail clipper is seem, more intimate than deodorant. Like, it seems like a tool. Like, hey, can I borrow your pruning shears? You're pruning yourself, though. Yeah, that's true. It's like a razor. Funny story. <laughs> All right. I was working at a YMCA and then AED machine. In case you have a heart attack, they shock you, right? So there's a razor inside really? of it to shave the person's oh. chest. <laughs> and so for like a year and a half, I was using the razor every once in a while Chuck. to shave my face. Wouldn't it be and funny if you were the reason that somebody died? Every, they couldn't <laughs> every once in a while, Sal, the 60-year-old lifeguard that worked the morning shift that no one else wanted to work, would ask me to shave his neck. And oh I'm like, God. where is your what? razor? And he's like, I just used the one of the AED. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not going to tell him. So I was shaving his neck and I would cut him every time I shaved him and he would just bleed everywhere, right? So like a year goes by and we have a meeting at the YMCA. Multiple people have been sharing this rusty razor. Patty Flaherty is like, we just had a health check and and we were going to pass, but they opened up the AED, the defibrillator, and like there's all this hair on it and (laughs) some... left a mini jar of shaving <laughs> cream in it and we just are like who wants to know who's been sh-? and so it turns out that like all of us have been shaving with it like the girls too everybody's dna was on the razor to Ew, shave why? their legs and like their little little peachy fuzz that gets in between your eyebrows and below your lip and your chin so, like, everybody in <laughs> Hawaii did, had been sharing like, one disposable like, razor? <laughs> like, not only one disposable razor, but a razor meant for, like, a one-time use <laughs> where someone has a heart attack and they're too hairy for the defibrillator to work. So you have to shave their chest before you do a heart attack savior thing. When you get a tattoo, <laughs> they have the disposable razors. Yeah, don't trump like... this. Get to the next question. I'm at the bong. We didn't ask the first question. What does Ohio <laughs> want? Todd, you know, he has a name. <laughs> He's got a snake den in his kitchen. He's got at least two snakes, and he's got a Confederate flag in his garage, and he's got at least one broken-down car and a toilet in his backyard. Who cares about this person? All right. You know what? A lot of that is speculatory, (laughs) but Todd in Cedar Point, Ohio, definitely has at least one Confederate flag in his house. And he wants to know, imagine... dragons (laughs) imagine was the title of the second solo album by what musician john lennon john lennon's correct (laughs) really this is great started that question like 18 minutes ago (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry that question took as long as like the live version of the almond brothers whipping post And I got you tied <laughs> to, to an 18-minute solo. <laughs> Whipping post on uh, Live at the Fillmore East, I think is like 28 minutes. I like Mountain Jam, actually, Mountain better. Good. Yeah, Mountain Jam's great. Yeah, I think I'm sorry. I get it, Vincent Foti. Why would anybody listen to this show people anymore? Listen, you insulted the one person like that sent us an show. email. 
I get it. People like this, and I'm sorry, but you know, some we some weeks feel weak, is what I'm saying. This is why nobody wants to be on the Patreon. We have because we, you accused Todd of having a Confederate flag. I went to literally another country because of our Patreon. I love it. I'm gonna hit your bong right now. Where's this fucking? You did not go to another country. Dude, so many people on the Patreon. We made 30 cents each off the Patreon. Off of Corky Gardner. <laughs> I support other people's you support, Patreon accounts. You support Vladimir Putin's hard apple cider. No, our Patreon account is running a Putin net negative cider. because it's like people give us like a dollar a month, but I give two dumb babies like five dollars a month. I'm so sorry. We should get stoned as the Snow Allen Brothers right now. All right, our second question comes from. I should have had this. I had I had twenty minutes to pull this up. <laughs> you did. Should have had this ready by now. You did. <laughs> our second question comes Dude. from Christine in Dallas, Texas. Oh yeah. Christine wants to know, be careful, Christine. You're going to be human Why did we not talk about Alexis Texas's butt during the porn Texas the segment? Dallas, Texas is part of the. They call it the the Texas Triangle. It's Dallas, Houston, and Austin. Oh, you mean where people are educated and there's mosquitoes? And they make up like the three biggest human trafficking cities oh, in the, shit, in the southwestern U.S. Christine wants to know, what color is amethyst? Um, I, amethyst is a very unique rock. It's very special to me. Every Saturday, I get barefoot. And I walk out onto the sacred Come on, what color Ghana, is amethyst? And it's like a periwinkle color. Wrong. Purple. Amethyst is purple. Correct. But it's more periwinkle. Kim and Diamond. You asked for an adjective. Like if you look up amethyst and you look up periwinkle, they're the same color. It's like a sunset purple. I believe you. I know, that, I know that periwinkle is Periwinkle is the most beautiful color in the world, Vincent Fody, and you are fucking it up right now for me, and I'm very mad. Uh, I'm just going to edit out everything you just said. Because <laughs> I said it looked like amethyst, and you got all mad at me that I didn't say the color purple, like you're just sucking on Oprah's teat or something. Yeah, I said it. I know Oprah's paying you right. money, Vincent Fody. Kim and Diamond Head wants to know. Gavin, you Kim gives good Diamond Head. <laughs> Kim. I just hit my tooth with the microphone. It hurts a lot. Chuck, so, so a, a very nice person <laughs> took the time to write us an email. I, my tooth really hurts, though. And the third question is always a sports question because, you as, as you know, sports is Chuck's Achilles hook. Sports are stupid. Kim and Diamond Head sent this one, and she wants to know, what is the name of the Eagles quarterback? You know, there's the... Peyton Manning. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Jalen Hurts. And that's the end of the Biscuit Show, but not the end of the Biscuits and Show. We got two show. out of three, and as you know, what our deceased friend Meatloaf says... Don't get vaccinated. And that also means that that's Thank the end of our so show. Thank you so much for putting up with me. And I feel nasally... And I want to smoke more weed. And I want to drink more of your bourbon. And I want you to catch us every Wednesday at 11 a.m. on a radio show that really exists. You can check us live on the 8s and 5s. That's 88.5 KKUFM. And also Channel 88. No, Channel 55. And Channel 54 on uh, Spectrum. Sometimes County. If there's a fire, we're on Channel 54. Yes. Like, you've been bumped for a fire. And I'm like, what? 
We got right. we did get bumped by the fire. They they didn't just change our time slot. They changed the, our channel. But they do put a message up. So when you're watching the mayor deny factual evidence about his incompetence, it reminds you that we are on a different channel. And also support your local school, support your local libraries, support your local local uh, bookstores. Donate to the Maui Food Bank or whatever. Gimme, 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 gimme tonight. And for me to you, aloha! Aloha! Gary Sinise. <laughs>